When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm Tracy Barnett, your host and narrator. Heroes, today we bring you part two of our series of Punk's Been Dead Since 79 by Jeff Lewis. I've probably said this before, this series was just so much fun to record. This episode in particular featured a segment which is... Aside from some audio that I put in, by and large, just unedited. It is just Blair and Gannon and Eleni riffing in character. It was amazing to be part of. I had to edit out my own laughter and heavy breathing because it was distracting from the rest of the bits. So, not a whole lot else to say up top. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Whatever, you know, channel, whatever that you guys were You are on. all on MySpace, though. We're on MySpace. Oh, we're all on MySpace. And we have a... On my channel, we call that Reddit, and we chat. You're all in my top eight, or whatever. Yeah, you guys are in my top eight, too. And, Specs, I just want to say thank you for driving us. Like, you know, I'm going to get my license soon. I don't have it yet, just because... Uh, it just, I, I couldn't go to driving school yet. So, you know, because I'm like working uh, at the ice cream shop and it just takes up a lot of time. Hey, so, yeah, I, I get it. Listen, I wouldn't be yeah. driving if I didn't, you know, need it to go out to college and stuff. And thank you for driving me also. I would have my license, but the people at the DMV are total dicks. Like, Oh, they didn't give... Yeah, she didn't pass like four times. Four times. So they're going to make me do the permit again, which is... My mom does the driving test thing at the DMV. So just a heads up before we go too far down that particular lane road. She's got kind of that like graying, gray blonde. And a very severe forehead. Yeah, definitely. Severe forehead. uh Uh-huh. Yeah, like a very pointed nose and a mouth that's like... Okay. It's my mom. It's my mom. And she seems quote unquote awesome. But Naomi can't drive. So like, you know, that's... And I can't drive, so I'm, thank you. Yeah, she can't for drive. For driving us. Yeah. And also, honestly, I'm really curious about your math rock band. You've been kind of yeah. kind of interested. You mentioned that. That's, like, kind of cool. It's uh, We're talking, like, what is it, like, kind of, like, slint, like, early shellac, what, like, red, king, crimson, sort of, like, we're doing sort of, like, prog. We, we weren't really trying to be, like, any mm, other bands. Don Caballero. That's cool. But, uh... It was kind of like uh, it was music, but it was also a lifestyle, and and uh, 
and Specs is driving, but he's just like that's so cool. It roll he rolls back in his head and he's like, oh, let's take a walk down the little math rack <laughs> math rock uh, memory lane. Uh, yeah. I'm imagining his face becoming very pleased, yeah, and happy, thinking of these memories. And, and but of course, like, and some of them are like heartwarming memories. Like he's hanging out with his buds; they're all laughing. Maybe they're drinking, smoking a little weed, having a good time. And then some of some of the time, it's like it's that same band, like right after a show, and they're like fighting their way through a rioting crowd to like. Uh, destroy a bar or a building and there's just like fire and screaming everywhere but it's the same sort of like pleased expression on his face like the hollow thunk of a bass flute cracking into someone's head yeah Yeah. they're just chanting and 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 as as he's doing this I was just gonna say his black leather jacket that he has on that says devil's numbers on the back uh, he's just like uh, intimately aware of all the little scratches and like they're triggering all the individual flashbacks because it's like, oh yeah, I got a scratch at that fight, and then they ripped part of the leather thing over this place. So one, I've been playing a lot of Disco Elysium recently, and like, love it. The way that you that just evokes a lot of uh, memories of that game for me. Other thing I had was a question for for you, Specs. Did you want to not play that music for them? Like, did you did you want them not to hear it? Uh, yeah. Okay, fantastic. I would like you to make a roll because you are deep in reverie at this point in time. And the move says when things might go sideways, you have to roll a shit the bed roll. So please grab a number of dice equal to your rating for flesh and give a roll and take the best two of them. Okay, so I take two. So my flesh stat is two. Mm -hmm. So I just take two dice, right? Two dice and add them together. Okay. All right, I got a total of six. Okay, six minus things go sideways. Whatever bad Damn. shit was about to happen happens. You are, you know, probably twenty minutes into the the drive to engagement at this point in time. You're on a county road, not well maintained. There is a pothole that, like, comes out of nowhere, and you veer and you miss the pothole, right? But your hand, like. You do that steadying thing like there's someone in the passenger seat, even though no one's there. And as you come back, another bump happens and your hand hits the control panel, right, for the the radio and the tape deck and the CD player and hits play on the cassette deck. And suddenly, what song from your math rock band starts coming through the speakers? So it's a it's a song called Three Point One Four One Live, uh, and it's a uh, it's all about uh, the number pi. Uh, so Specs is just the drummer on this in this band, uh, but he's like the one chiefly responsible for all these insane time signatures that they do. And so for this one, what they tried to do was uh, they tried to do this song in one pi time. <laughs> <laughs> using a series of weird metronomes they bought a metronome for this they, they literally were like oh some guy's like yeah this metronome can go into pi uh time signatures and they were like fuck yeah and then they did and it's not real but they absolutely fucking use the magic of the metronome to write a really fucking weird song uh so yeah so that song comes on and that's the one that pivotally features the bass flute i'd say and I was gonna say uh, the reason he like has such a knee-jerk reaction to like stabilizing the passenger uh, is because his mom taught him how to drive, and she like drilled him with like 
and and what happened to the passenger, huh? And so she like <laughs> would literally like in their like driver car, she would stamp on the brake so that, and then like make him catch her so she didn't slam into the airbag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I always do that. And that's... I always am doing that, even when no one's there. I swear. Uh, that's um, a good what was the what was the name of the band? And and if if uh, the others have a have any suggestions, feel free to. To try them on in, but I want to. Oh, I was gonna say the name of the band was Devil's Numbers because uh-huh. that's what's on the back go. of his uh his black leather jacket. Fantastic. This is cool. This is awesome. What is this? Wow, this is so weird. Uh, I really dig this. Fuck, I didn't mean to play this. Sorry. This is. Keep it on. Keep it on. Yeah, keep, keep it, it on. Rolling. This is way better than you know the freaking. But that's not punk. Like it's not punk. It's not punk to put on your band to show off how good. At punk. You didn't put on. Wait it. a minute. This is your band. This is your band. Yeah, I played. This is your band. Yeah, that's me on. That's me on the drums. This. Oh Whoa. Oh, tight. Oh. This is so cool. Nice. Oh, wow. I'm no, gonna jam with you. And she pulls out this her recorder. Is... Oh my god. This sounds like. <laughs> I'm gonna say the recorder like... sounds fucking insane. <laughs> it does. It sounds bad. It, it sounds bad every time she does it. It never. She's not well, she good had on the to recorder. Drill an extra hole into it to mount it onto yep. <laughs> the thing. So. Or either that, or she's playing it with a lanyard strung through the entire recorder. Well, that too. <laughs> well, no, actually, I was imagining that it was like a little, um, like a little round thing that sort of rested under the, like a, oh, I don't know. I want to say a necklace for it, if that makes sense. Like it hangs on the outside of oh, it. Okay, it's like, but like, I also like, like you glued a loop to the outside and have something. Okay, yes, gotcha. yes. But I do like the idea that she drilled an extra hole through it and just destroyed her <laughs> instrument. It's like, it it's like, like let me weird. play this. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the recorder sound is like, uh, it'd be funny if it was so jarring that like it's, it kind of gives that reaction of like, what? like not just like, oh, someone's doing some weird music thing. It's like. No, someone needs to stop doing that right now. Yep, yep, every time. She's like, I can't wait to play with the bands. <laughs> yes. Oh, that is another level of punk rock uh, attendee. That is very... Like, I brought my own instrument. <laughs> I'm so excited. So Spex is kind of sweating a little bit, and he gets real quiet while he's sort of like waiting to hear, you know, the compliments or the criticisms that he's expecting to come in. Um and he, all of a sudden, his, all of his reveries are gone, and he's just like real nervous. So this is the, this is the infamous, devil's numbers. Devil's numbers. Devil's numbers. Wow. These guys, this is great. This sounds like if John Zorn was in Napalm Death. This is wild. I, I want you to like burn this on a CD for me. Can you burn it so yeah, that I? Do you can... know how to burn? Yeah. Could you burn it? I'm, are you guys on? You want? Are you guys on? Are you guys on naps? Not Napster. Napster is not real anymore. Uh, what do you call it? LimeWire. Napster. LimeWire. Are you on LimeWire? Am I on LimeWire? Yeah, you can pirate Are our you fucking on- music. Of course, we're a punk band. Just look us up. Devil's Numbers. Go to pirate. Really, Bay. but you can't just burn That's it for me, so I can like get the official, official music and not just like get the one with the weird long name that's gonna give me a virus listen just go on the internet you can get anything on the internet you can literally get anything does devil's numbers have i know a and MySpace? i do they they do have a mice well actually no so devil's numbers is no longer an excellent right. band uh, is there a myspace the page that no one this no one deleted uh i would say uh 
Yes. Well, no, I I want to say it's like been modified or at least like wiped of incriminating information because in my head, like some crazy shit went down in the college town that Spex is from and the band bl blew up, maybe not literally, maybe literally. Uh, and then Spex luckily graduated early, but then decided to just like move back to his hometown instead of face the shame of whatever happened in the in that blow up. So yeah, so his MySpace page is still rocking, uh, but it no longer uh, they no longer liking a page that was just called like "Guns Anarchy and Destroying Society." <laughs> that was that used to be their number one, and now it's like they're like, no, we fucking un unfollowed that person. Do you guys want to know what bands I think are going to be good, and what I think yeah. are not going to be good? I okay, hope. So uh, yeah, go ahead. No, what, were you saying you hoped something? I well, I was just going to say... I want to know what you dream. I want to know what you care about, and I want to make that happen for you. Oh, my God. You're my bestie. You're my I, bestie. I was just going to say that I hope that um, Cloud Pants is there. I really hope Cloud Pants is there. The band? Yeah. Or the guy who calls himself Cloud Pants. Okay, I do that have a little... Sometimes shits like his him. pants. That guy's on rusty, has, that guy's on rusty oh. nipple hippo, though. The guy named Cloud Pants, he's on Rusty Nipples. Yeah, he is, and he's and he not in the band Cloud Pants, but he'll probably be there, but neither of those bands are playing. I know that for a fact. Shit. Well, yeah, I know. Damn. now that I know that that guy is always shitting his pants and stuff, I'm like, I'm well, thinking different, a little differently. At least um, at least once, probably thrice. thrice oh, thrice gosh. Times. Oh, no. I heard, yeah. I heard he got that nickname because he actually used to wear pants that had clouds on them, but then, and that, like, got to nickname status, and then... All of a sudden, mm -hmm. no more cloud pants. He's just yeah. starts thunder, shitting his pants thunder, all the time. Thunder, and yeah, right. and I don't think anyone wanted to call him shit pants. So no, cloud no, pants did. yeah, cloud pants. Yeah. They but did then, have. There's but then band. this new band uh -huh, comes uh -huh. into the scene, and like mm -hmm. they're young, right. and they don't know fucking shit. They don't know a guy named Cloud Pants. They just know this no. disgusting ass shitty dude shit in the pants. back of the mm -hmm. in the back of the venue, and, and so they come in and they're like, "We're cloud pants, motherfucker," and they all wear cloud pants, and it's like, well, we can't not call them cloud pants if that's right. if that's the band. If that's name. their name, like if that's their name, we're calling them cloud Especially pants. Especially if cloud pants isn't actually wearing cloud pants anymore, you know. Look, there, right. there's no such thing as coincidences. It's called the Akasic record, okay? So like they're just reaching down the spine of all time to discover and pull out a name to create their art, and it just so happens to be the same guy who lives in the same town that they're in. That, you know, that's the grossest think, way I've ever heard anybody describe something cool and yeah thank you. thank you for that it's pretty cool you're welcome i liked um, it yeah you're welcome so you're saying that cloud pants ripped off cloud pants not i'm not saying it ripped it off i'm just saying that through like a kind of third eye of the creation of art they pulled a name that happened to connect with someone who they didn't even know and didn't even know about at all and and that's their band. That's and crazy, too, because that... that's actually exactly what happened to Devil's Numbers. Uh, uh, our, mm -hmm. our lead guitarist, Wayne Numbers, mm -hmm. just a random coincidence. We didn't even know his last name before when we named the band. Wow, so you named the band, and Wayne's just like, holy shit. I'm your lead guitarist. And My Wayne last numbers name is like, Numbers. Well, no, and but like it's, Wayne it's Numbers loves numbers? Yeah, well, it's a math rock group, so of course everybody fucking loves numbers, and everybody loves rock, uh, and they all love punk. Um but yeah, he was also kind of into pretty into numbers, yeah. Wow, that's like that's like really cool. That would be like his, if my his name dad's was actually Steve Albini. Recorder Girl. Oh my God, your dad's his dad, Steve Albini. Yeah, Wayne's no, Wayne numbers a dad is Steve Albini. Wow, so Steve Albini had a child. 
and I was like a baby. I was a baby. That's crazy. And no one's even known about this child, and he had that child in the 80s or whatever. Well, I think he gave it up to the numbers family. (laughs) To the numbers family. They took him in. That's terrific. You know, he's a great guy, Steve Albini. How deep does this go? Listen, I'll I'll tell you, you guys hang out in the same small town punk scene for long enough, you will learn the secrets of the universe. Steve Albini lives in Chicago, and then he gave up a kid, and now he lives in Ohio. No, no, he doesn't live in That's Ohio. That's a fact. He's just, he just has a son. Oh, oh okay. He just Look, has a son, cool. but he doesn't even, it's not even his son. I've never met Steve Albini. I've never gone to Steve Albini's house, okay? Do you think uh-huh. my Steve buddy Albini... Wayne, My buddy Wayne told me he's Steve Albini's son, okay? I didn't fucking, I didn't put oh. a gun to his head and go, yo, dude, show me your fucking dad papers or whatever, okay? Do you guys think Steve Albini is my dad? He could be for all what? I fucking Wait a know. minute. I don't know who your dad is. I know who your mom is. Your n- mom's name is Poor, Poor Grondus. Yeah, the Gannon names have infected. The Gannon NPC names have infected every corner of this. <laughs> I don't know universe. your dad's name. Her I don't know my dad's name either. I don't know my dad. That's why you don't know my dad's name. Could but maybe Steve it's Albini. Steve Albini. Well, clearly he's having children engineer. and just abandoning them. I guess so. Kind of slanderous, but also. It's an absolute fact in the world we're in for as far as I'm concerned. That my yeah. buddy told me that he was Steve Albini's son, yeah. I must be Steve Albini's kid, too. This all has to be genuine truth <laughs> in the world that we exist in. <laughs> but you've been so weird, Naomi. Why? No, why you're you... the one who's put all this garbage in the back seat, and my boots are this. They're... I'm stepping through chicken McNuggets and filet of fishes. It's Listen, not so gross, who's weird? Cool. This isn't Art. my fucking car. This is Burvis's car, okay? Yeah, oh, this is Burvis's his garbage? Car. Yes, it's his garbage. Ew! It's she takes car. the um, packet off from her earring and throws it back down. You guys know like, Burvis. Ooh. You guys know Burvis, right? Yeah. He's, uh, he's in your grade, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know, we him. know he's him. him. He's a dickhead. The Eggman. Unfortunately. Yeah, I had a science project. We had to, it was like a third grade thing for some reason where we had to do the the vinegar and baking soda thing and make a volcano. My, and I'm my like, brother asked the I already did this. That. My brother asked the teacher to include that in the curriculum. Yeah. And then he only, all he did, he brought, he didn't even, he was like, okay, all you have to do is bring baking soda. And he just brought a whole bunch of like the, the powder that you put on one of those liquid foot, that the foots, the foot candies that you dip and lick. He just oh brought yeah, a bunch the of that fun powder. dip. So we put in the fun dip, and it didn't. It was sugar. Do anything in the vinegar. It's listen. Sh- was my sugar. A fucking dumbass. Yeah, he I is. I know. And even sorry, from third grade, he was like, "I'm the jock," and it's like you're like seven. Like, Literally, how are you a jock? The, the only seven. sport you can play in third grade is tag. Listen, for my parents, twenty minutes at recess. My parents were fucking pretty hard on my wimpy nerdy ass okay and and uh-huh. my little brother Burvis just you know he kind of soaked all that up and 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 I think you know there's a lot of things wrong with him and he's an asshole and an idiot and I hope I you know can end this life not being related to him I think but he's like, a I sick hear, man but you know what you know what you guys at the end of the day he did let us borrow the car so and that's we good. are okay driving the car. now we so. have to have a different conversation he totally didn't okay i oh. took this car 
technically I had my mom's permission to steal it from my brother, but oh. he, was, he was being a real ham sandwich about it, and I fucking took the keys out of his room when he went to school today. Also, like, why does your brother get a car and you don't get a car? Yeah, you're like 30. I'm, yeah. I'm 21. I'm literally you're 20 21. He's 21. He's 21. He's I'm, only 21. I'm, okay. I'm literally just 21, okay? This would be weird as fuck if I was 30. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the problem, is that if I was 30, that would be the issue. Yeah. Um, but you're 21. Yeah. And we're pals. Yeah, exactly. Except we're in my fucking brother's gross-ass car, and it could blow up at any moment. I don't know. He probably doesn't even What? Blow up at any moment? Why would you even suggest such a thing? <laughs> Is this like a Grand Theft Auto situation where you've just been driving into a bunch of people's houses and a bunch of people, and now there's a bunch of smoke coming out of your the fucking front of the car, and now the car's gonna explode? You're Listen, gonna blow is that what's us happening? up. You're Listen, blowing us we're up. We're gonna blow up. No, but if we go 53 miles an hour on a non-highway road, my mom has fucked with this car, and it will absolutely detonate. Like, what do you mean on a non-highway road? Did it can go faster on a highway your... than it can anywhere else? My mom just... Hate your brother? No, no. She just son wants us to... Son or son? She just wants us to drive safe. Okay. Okay. She brings, okay, okay. She brings a lot of her work home. Your mom's a DMV Drive. Your mom works... Drive... Doesn't your mom work for the guy who is the jigsaw from Saw? At the DMV? That doesn't exist yet. It's just something I made up in my head. <laughs> or maybe it does. I don't, I don't know if you all saw the chat that I just said. I will fully let you do this until for the full 45 minutes of real time it would take you to get to the VFW to <laughs> the show if you want me to fast. Oh, Where God. are we at right now? Um, Where are we at right now? I can take out the comment about it being 20 minutes uh, that I mentioned a little while ago uh, for, the, for the die roll. I... We're not far off. <laughs> I should have hit a marker when, <laughs> when you got in the car, but uh, ah, we can fast forward. Yeah. We took a pause right here. Why do we not have a problem fast forwarding? They didn't blow up after all. Heroes, the announcement happened on Twitter last week as of the posting of this episode. And we're going to respect the family's privacy as they have requested. So let us just say, James, Mel, congratulations and welcome Project Falcon to the world. We're so happy for you. And I am really glad that James gets to take this time off and spend time with his family. I mentioned before in last week's episode that I too am a new parent. We had our baby about six and a half months ago and... If not for the one-shot Patreon, if not for the support that you all give, I literally would not have this job. When the studio space in Chicago closed up, uh, the pocket dimension, that freed up money for James to bring me on to the one-shot podcast network. It lets me do project management. It lets me handle things like the one-shot book club. It lets me edit episodes of one-shot. And most importantly, it lets me live my life and spend my days here at home taking care of my daughter. Heroes, I cannot tell you how important that is and how much I value it. It would have been amazing to be able to do that in the world we lived in pre-pandemic. Now, it's everything to me. And it's literally your support 
that has made that possible. It's your support that has made it possible for James and Mel to have a family. It's amazing. We thank you so much. If this is the kind of thing that you love, if you want to hear, say, I don't know, the character creation from this particular series, this Punk's Been Dead since 79 series, then head over to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and chip in what you can. For five bucks a month, you get access to the secret archive. If you want the book club access, where you get a free PDF of a brand new game from a different indie creator every month, that's $15 or more a month. Every little bit helps, and we greatly appreciate it. Now, with all that out of the way, let's get back to the show. conversation about whether or not the car is going to blow up at 53 miles an hour on a non-highway road continues as you uh drive into the twilight it is uh it's not quite i guess yeah it's about it's about twilight you're you're getting closer to engagement it's late september you know it's a it's a it's a crisp like 52 degrees right now clear night the sun's down in uh, on the horizon and you reach the city limits of Engagement, Ohio. Uh, now, Engagement is, by Ohio standards, a city, which means it has a population of at least 5,000 people and a post office. That's otherwise, Ooh. it's a village. And you all live in the village <laughs> of Ridgeville Corners. But city is, I mean, there's two grocery stores there's a VFW and a YMCA. There are at least three gas stations and five stoplights. This is what constitutes a city. We're in the big leagues. There's no mall. There's not much to do here, but this is where the VFW is, and the VFW is here because this is the biggest city in the county, and it's a dry county, but even dry places can serve alcohol, or even or even VFWs and even dry counties can serve alcohol, so... That's why it's there. You said Specs that you wanted to park far away. Yeah, he's he, uh, Specs is super embarrassed by the car, so he's like, and it's covered in eggs, and he's just like, give me the fuck away. Like, I don't want anyone seeing me getting in or getting out. Sure. Of this uh, so you you've been to this VFW for a show before. In fact, I think that uh, Devil's Numbers probably played a show here at one point in time or another, and you know there's some decent. Uh, parking about three blocks away. The problem that you're running into is that you see people in line already three blocks away from the VFW. What? Oh, shit. What the hell? Shit. Fuck. God damn. We should have gone here early and waited in line. God damn it. Why are there this many people? Who cares about this? Who cares about anybody playing if Cloud Pants is going to be on the lineup? I know. Here's who I care about playing. Here's who I think is going to be good. I think Puke419 is going to be good. That sounds like a grindcore sort of thing going on. I think Eric and the Scabs are going to be good. That sort of sounds like a throwbe- throwback, sort of like early Susie and the Banshees, maybe like oh, yeah, that's sort cool. of thing. Those are the two bands I think are going to be good. Honestly, totally the rest are going to be watched. Oh my, oh my God. God. Is yeah. the Dylans playing? The Dylan? No. no. Dylans are not playing. What the hell? Just the bands that I think. It's were- fucked up. It's, it's fucked up. And I'll tell you what else is fucked up is Fuck Truck 4000 isn't playing because they're honestly not good, but they're okay. Yeah. I just don't know but, where I'm going to park. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you guys because I normally have a okay. nice little spot and I can. And I this can... isn't Brooklyn. This isn't Flatbush. 
This isn't Manhattan. Yeah, no shit. But you there's can... fucking three hundred people on the street lining up, lining so up for this battle of the bands. a couple of blocks. And as you are like driving past the VFW, you sort of get an idea of why things are so crowded. So there's a lot more happening here than you expected. Uh, normally shows at the VFW, you know what? There's going to be like 15 or 20 really hardcore people who are there early and everyone else shows up late because you show up late. That's what you do. Being there early is not a thing, but there's a spotlight shining up into the sky and you see a truck with like a a cap on the back that has spray painted the pipe and you recognize it's the official 89.7 the pipe scene truck like they've got a dj on (gasps) site uh apparently because of the prize money because of maybe the prize money but there's also some really weird shit happening across the street there is a group of people who like they're all kind of dressed in like wrinkled gray clothes that are kind of baggy and junky looking and they all have like hand-drawn motifs that kind of look like the baby from a racer head and they're carrying signs and and shouting about something um it one of the signs that says eraser face should be playing uh fuck the no bobs and then just past that in the ymca parking lot there's another set of of lights but it's all these cars that are parked and their headlights shining on a makeshift stage as the back of a big dually pickup is being set up for fuck truck 4000s like portable concert space like they're apparently playing here uh, tonight, uh, Naomi, but they're playing in the YMCA parking lot. And you take all of that in as like Specs is circling the block trying to find a parking space. Jesus, this is like a music festival. <laughs> like is... Lil Wayne said, the block is hot. Wow, look at this. Lots of, sh- lots of. Did Lil Wayne guess... say that? I don't know. I don't have internet access on my Nokia. I can't look that up, but I'm I pretty sure. I wish we sure. could. That would be really I'm, cool. I wish we could, but I would I would stake my life. You put a gun in my head right now. You pull the trigger if he didn't say the block is hot. Did he, no, I mean, did he say it already, or is that something you think he's going to say in the future? Oh, I think he well, said it already. He's been around for like a long time already. He's he's a He was a star, a child star. Yeah. I'm not At saying least he didn't since get famous 1990. Yeah, but did he say it? Now already, he, he or are it. we predicting the future? It's been there said. Oh, yeah. he said in 1999. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I don't listen to anybody from the last five years. Yeah, I listen to all kinds of stuff, not even just punk stuff. Really? That's weird. Yeah. I never knew that. Mm, That's just weird, like me. Actually, cool and punk. Do you and guys? It is like you. Do you want to wait in this huge ass line, or just like check out this dump truck show, fuck truck show? Okay, uh, so listen, here's what I'm thinking, because, like, this is, like, okay, Fuck Truck is so cool, and they're clearly playing tonight, and that's, like, so, like, punk of them to just do a show anyway, but there's also this $1,000 prize money if we go to the to the Bobs, so, like, how do we get the money? Don't we want money, or, like, do we want to, like, go see a show? See a show, win some money... I mean, that's kind of a thousand dollars. 
right? Like, well, that's cool. Three hundred and fifty dollars ish. I mean, I could use the money. Dollars, yeah. Uh, the you have a job. I work as a substitute teacher. It's, I work in an ice cream shop. It's barely a job. I don't have a job. How much do you make? I mean, they pay me like per $7 day. Seven dollars an hour. So it's like seven dollars an hour. Yeah, I mean, I think it ends up being ten bucks an hour on the days I work. Okay. And I usually work like seven or eight hours a day. But even then, it's like I'm not getting like consistent gigs. I so just it's get a thousand dollars a day. A thousand dollars? What? I get ten dollars an hour, and I work seven to eight. Whatever. That's like a hundred hours. That's. Like- I'm just saying what you said. Specs, there's a spot that you think you can get that is. About two and a half blocks on the other side, like you turned right around the corner, like to circle around and you see a spot that looks really good. But there is a set of headlights coming the opposite direction and a lot of really loud music like coming with those headlights. And it looks like their turn signal is on and they're going for the same spot. What do you do? Does it uh, is it obvious from the outlook? Uh, You are closer. They are going faster. Uh, yeah, okay, Spec speeds up and gets the gets the uh, car. He's like, fuck, nobody around here has been driving for as long as I have. Fuck these guys. I'm, I'm getting this damn spot. All right, so I think this sounds, yeah, this sounds like a shit, another shit the bed roll. So I'm going to need you to roll flesh. Love it. Rolling flesh. Roll your flesh. Should have used my find to see if I can Ooh. find us a parking spot. Oh, all right. Seven. I got a seven. Cool. So, so you stumble, hesitate, or otherwise fuck up. The owner, that's me, will give you a, a worse outcome, a hard bargain, or an ugly choice. So as you are speeding towards this spot, you catch a glimpse. It's still like relatively daylight out. You see who you're competing with for this spot, and it's Mudflap. Mudflap is one of those people who is some age old like you know he's not in high school anymore but that's about all that you've got uh he also is a pyro like not yeah he's one of those guys who's like uh, yeah a little bit older and like an immortal presence in the punk scene where you're just like man that was weird he was fucking at that punk club for like 30 years and you you swear that like you've seen him light the tips of his fingers on fire and then light his cigarettes from his fingertip and then blow it out. Like he'll use a lighter to light his finger and then like not why the finger is an intermediary. You have no idea. There are also a ton of stories, rumors, hearsay, vague imaginings about what is in the trunk of his car. He's always like every show he like fucks around in his trunk for like 15 minutes before he comes into the venue and no one has ever seen what is inside. That's who's coming for this spot. If you get it, you're going to piss off Mudflap. Yeah, so I think uh, Specs here is like, he was kind of just assuming that it's all like teenagers and he's like, well, fuck this. I'm not going to be like the old guy escorting two teenagers to this and then, you know, wait patiently in line. But then as soon as he, like, gets close enough to see that it's Mudflap, he's like, oh, shit. And all of a sudden, like, everything he was thinking gets reversed where he's like, no, this isn't just, like, a random teenager I can scare by going mm-hmm. a little bit faster. Like, this is somebody who absolutely will fuck me up if I, like, ding their car. So Specs like, screeches to a halt um, very quickly and, like, lets Mudflap take the spot. 
<gasps> oh my god, it's Mudflap. Oh my god, Mudflap. Oh, he's scary. I, I really don't like him. Yeah, well, that, he's weird. I guess we'll let him take the fucking spot and we'll keep looking. You guys are. You know, like, he keeps a machine gun in his back trunk and he's always fooling around with it. I heard it was like multiple bodies that he keeps back there. Like, uh, someone a told me. I don't know. I heard it was a machine gun. Someone told me he's a twin and he, he just keeps his twin in the trunk. And whenever he gets tired, he goes and flips, he switches with his twin in the trunk. But like one what? guy is always in the trunk. What? You guys, I think we have to open the trunk. We have to open the trunk. Honestly, we I'm have to scared know. to my, I'm shaking in my boots even thinking about what? it. But we absolutely need to do. Think no, about it. Fucking Think don't. about it. No. He's going to find a parking spot so we can look in this trunk. Think about I, it. He's going to yeah, be so me, distracted. Let me try to roll and to see if I can find a parking spot. He's going to be so distracted. You find a spot. It is much further away than you really wanted to be at all, uh, any of you. Uh, it's going to take you like a whole two and a half minutes to, to walk to the VFW, let alone get to the end of the line. This episode of One Shot features music from the following artists. Wasteland's Cast by Bomb. Burn It Down by Brendan McPherson. Are You Near by Affy Black. And from Nurture Nurture, Up There, Lonely Habits, Heart and Panic, Blossom, and Personal Best on Harbor Passage. All sound effects courtesy of freesound.org. This episode was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Punk's Been Dead Since 79 by Jeff Lewis. But don't worry, we'll be back next week with part three of the series. If you like the game, you can go buy it at jefflewis.itch.io. The link is in the show notes. Heroes, I wanted to take just a minute here to talk about something that is very important and is in sort of like congressional lockup right now. Our right to vote is in jeopardy. There is a, a bill in front of Congress right now that has the power to enable things like vote by mail nationally that will ensure people who have the right to vote get to vote. And unsurprisingly, there are people in Congress, Republicans, who are trying to shut that down. So heroes, this week I would really like to ask you to call your representatives, even if you know they're already in favor of the bill, and ask them to get rid of the filibuster. The filibuster is a method by which Congress people can sort of hold the floor and stop legislation from coming to a vote. It is a way by which a greater majority needs to be able to be used to get a bill to pass, and right now, we cannot afford for that to be the case. We all need the right to vote. We all deserve the right for our voices to be heard. We're granted it by all of the laws that say we should be able to do it, but it's being suppressed everywhere. If you want to help stop the transformation of America into an authoritarian regime, call your representatives and ask them to support the new voting legislation and to remove the filibuster. If you get nervous about this kind of stuff, don't worry, I do too. Fivecalls.org can really help you. They have the numbers for your representatives, they even have a script that you can read. It's really important 
even in these times when it feels like nobody's listening, this is something you can do that has an effect. In lighter news, if you enjoyed this episode, you should listen to some other shows on the One Shot Podcast Network. Shows like Character Creation Cast. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Ryan Bolter create characters in multiple RPGs with prominent guests from the games industry. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth for a different game with new guests each series. They always take time to reflect on the game, its design, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great session zero every week. And now, we're going to let James take us out of the episode. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at paracosmpress.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. In the universe of Starwall Odyssey, space is made out of the collective imaginations of all the thinking beings who live on various planets. These worlds are connected to each other through imagination. Common themes and ideas are strings between universes. And to get between them, people fly wooden ships that look like animals, which are powered by emotions. Also, people communicate with each other by contemplating orbs. The only way you can take pictures is getting stared at by a big psychic bug. And people have already declared victory in a war over the very concept of evil. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Starwall Odyssey follows the adventures of the hapless inhabitants of the Lucky Finn Tenement Building, who suddenly find that their apartment is actually a spaceship, and that they're lost in a sea of boundless imagination. It's an actual play starring me, James D'Amato, Mel D'Amato, Ali Grauer, and Drew Merzieski, as we playtest the No Kings system, which will hopefully one day be the Skyjacks role-playing system. It toes the line between weird and wonderful slice of life and high-flying space fantasy. 
You can sample the first five episodes by searching for Star Wall Odyssey on your favorite podcast app, or get the whole thing by heading to patreon.com slash one shot podcast and signing up for $5 a month or more.